I got a phone call well, from, let's just say, an executive uh, who is starting to work with an organization um, for the first time. And he called me because I'm familiar with the organization. And he said, Russ, I, I need some help. One of the questions he asked was, I need some help identifying what might be holding this organization back. And one of my answers was, well, there's no purpose. Like, there, <laughs> like there's no alignment and no discussion and no real sense of what that team or that organization is trying to achieve. And I decided after having this conversation that I ought to do a podcast episode about this because I think this when there's no purpose for an organization or a team, it leads to a certain kind of behavior, right? And when there is purpose, it leads to a different kind of organization or level of activity. And it doesn't just apply to organizations or teams. It applies to you and to me individually. And so let's unpack that here in this episode. This is the Decide to Lead podcast, the podcast for those who've made the decision to lead and are looking for ways to more effectively influence other people so they can accelerate results. I'm Russ Hill. Welcome in. This is the Decide to Lead podcast with Russ Hill. So my daughter, my, uh, she just turned 17, my teenage daughter, who's going in, just started her senior year in high school. She recently got a job at a restaurant, right? And, and so I want you to think about her mindset and how she's going to approach this entry level job that she's making, you know, a low hourly wage at, how is she going to approach that job? If she's thinking from the standpoint of how it helps her achieve or fulfill her purpose versus if she doesn't. And I, I know some of you are probably rolling your eyes going, whoa, 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 wait, Rush, it's a restaurant job. She's barely 17 years old. It's a low hourly wage. How in the world is that going to, uh, uh, why, why would she be thinking about purpose and how could this help her with that? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> and I want to talk about in this episode, purpose as it applies to our organizations that we own, lead, operate, whatever that might be, and how it applies to us personally. Because I just see where there's where this is missing and the impact it has when we don't spend time clarifying or thinking about this or getting our team aligned to it. So stick with me here as I unpack this because I, I see this have a massive impact in the organizations that our firm consults. I see it have a huge impact on people and their their mindset and their well-being, if you will, in their jobs or their careers. So I'm going to give you a couple examples from some clients we work with, but I want to start with my teenage daughter. And the and just a um, just a quick a quick scenario here of how this applies to her. So think about you know my daughter's too young to really know what her ultimate purpose is. Right? She can define some of that. Here's who I want to be, what I want to accomplish, how I want to impact the world, what drives me, what do I think I'm good at, what do I want to do, all those sorts of questions. And Simon Sinek has done a ton of work on this, right? I think he's he's he was a pioneer, really helpful in bringing attention, putting a spotlight on a need for the why, the why of what we do. We're all good. We all have clarity around what we need to do, or at least most of us do. But not a lot of us have spent time unpacking or thinking about the why behind it, which leads to the purpose. I don't think Simon's super strong at helping organizations and leaders with that. It's my personal belief. At least I haven't, I haven't seen that part of his work, but he's, he's good at bringing attention to this. 
and um, and I fully agree with what he's done. But let me give you my my spin on it as I've experienced it. So if my daughter approaches her job with, okay, my purpose right now is to gain more experience, to learn more, and to use that to ultimately decide where and what and how I want to approach life. If she views her purpose right now as something like that, then this job even though it's hourly and it's in a restaurant and all of that, she could view it as, oh, well, this money is important and the experience I'm gaining and the relationships I'm forming, all that's going to help me as I make decisions and need to fund my education and need to do this and need to do that. If she views her job that way, how does she show up? Versus the 17-year-old who shows up with, I just, well, I had some extra time and I needed some money because I need gas money. It's very different, right? You get a very different level of engagement, of passion, of commitment, of resolve, of, uh, of think about her mind, uh, her mindset as she's thinking, oh, I'm so tired. I've had all this homework that I've got to do. And, and yet I've got to work later today. How she, how's her mindset if she's thinking, oh, but this job is going to help me in my progression in life and where I'm trying to go. How, how's that going to help her and, and get ready for work versus if she's in the mindset of, I need some extra gas money? Very different, right? You track with me? Now, let's let's apply this to to people who are more seasoned in life, more, you know, a little older. Those of us that are a little bit further down the path of, of life. I think too few people view themselves as contractors. I think there's so much value. I, th- I think it's in the interest of the corporation for you for to, to have you view yourself as an employee that is very very helpful i think it's one of the one of the greatest accomplishments that owners of companies have have achieved throughout history causing an employee to think of themselves as a cog in the wheel as as um a, a employee number 467-1274 if, if and, and to have a, a little badge hanging off of their 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 belt or their blouse and you are you're you're just one of a gazillion employees in here and you are an employee and your identity is based around being that employee. I think people who view themselves that way gain the least from their employment. I really do. And we don't have enough time in this podcast episode for me to unpack all of that. And, and because there's lots of, I've just seen this play out with myself, with friends, colleagues, peers, and the organizations that we consult. And so I'm not saying don't be dedicated to the company. Don't try to help them, but, but there's just a whole different attitude and approach and benefit from working when you view yourself as an independent contractor who, yeah, I'm drawing a salary and benefits from you, but you are ultimately helping me achieve my purpose. And I know what it is. I know what I'm trying to accomplish. And by the way, this purpose changes. I don't think that, I mean, I'm pretty seasoned in my career. I'm pretty far along in the number of years that I've worked in my life. And yet my purpose is adjusting and I'm tweaking it and I'm changing it. And I don't have full, complete clarity on it. It it morphs. And yet I can, I can look at a job or employment or work with someone or or yeah or or some organization and go is that helping me 
And so I feel so much, it's so interesting. I've always felt so much freedom in organizations to speak up for what I think is right, even when it leads to a lot of pain and resentment from others who are very comfortable with the status quo. I've always felt comfortable with that because this organization, whatever organization that's been throughout my career that I'm working for or with, that organization is not the end all be all. It is just something. It's it's helping me right now accomplish my purpose and move me along the path of learning. Is this making sense? Am I making sense on this? So when I've defined my personal purpose or have some sense of what I want that to be, then I look at the organization as, oh, you're just helping me do that. I am working for you because of what I can get out of you. Part of that's money, certainly paycheck. Part of that is benefits, which goes along with kind of money. But, but, but an even bigger part of that is who I'm associated with, who I'm learning from, who I'm gaining wisdom from. That's really why I'm here, to learn. And so I might be here 25 years or I might be here 25 days. But I, if I understand my purpose, I operate more as a contractor. And it's just, I don't know, for me, it's always given me a lot more freedom. And, and, and I see so many people who view themselves differently. They are so attached to their job because they so closely associate. I, I don't know. I, I could spend a lot of time talking about this. I want to go to the organization now and the, the value. So there's, there's value in having a, your, your personal purpose. What am I trying to accomplish and what do I need to be experiencing along the way in order to move toward that purpose. I think there's lots of value in that. And I think there's tons of value in organizations or teams defining that purpose. There is a, uh, a car repair company that we work with. They're clients of our firm and they've got tens of thousands of employees. And when I first walked into their headquarters, their corporate headquarters on the wall, I was struck by the huge statement that was on the wall. And this is what it said. Um, restoring the rhythm of your life, restoring the rhythm of your life for a car repair place. That's their purpose. And I went into a meeting with the CEO and the senior team. They're about 40 of the top leaders this on this particular day when I flew in and met with them along with some colleagues from our firm. And so we're meeting there and this first day was really observation and they, they had a consultant in the room who I met, this guy who's a military vet, uh, retired from the U.S. military. And his entire, um, his entire work with this organization as a consultant is around purpose. That's the only reason they have him there is just to constantly remind them and help them make sure as the senior leaders of this, this uh, multi-billion dollar organization that they're constantly clear and aligned and talking about their purpose. And so think about how a car repair chain functions and thinks and operates when they view their purpose as restoring the rhythm of your life versus, oh yeah, we're here to fix your car. Very different mindset. Very different recruitment, very lots of different things. A defense contractor that we do a lot of work with as a firm I've worked with for over 
gosh, six or seven years now um, that we consult on an ongoing basis. I've been all over the world um, with them, consulting them on different projects. They talk a ton about their purpose because people join their organization to help advance freedom, not to make a jet, not to fix um, this or that. Their purpose is to protect liberty and freedom. Well, man, what kind of how does that make you feel when you come to work every day? And how easy this is a this is a, one of the points I wanted to make in this discussion today with you is it's so easy to become detached from the purpose because of all the challenges and obstacles and fires and and all the crud we have to deal with every day. It's easy to get to forget that oh I'm protecting I'm helping protect liberty and freedom. Oh, I'm helping restore the rhythm of people's lives. That that mom with the minivan or that guy in the whatever vehicle, whatever it is. It's easy to get detached from that. And so great leaders, effective leaders in my mind, are constantly talking about purpose. So let me go back to where I started this episode. So I get this call from an executive. Hey, Russ, what what do you see as the the, the opportunities and some of the challenges with this company that I'm beginning to work with? And I said, they have no purpose. So you, you, and why did I say that? Because I never hear them talk about it. If you were to listen to their meetings and write down, okay, what do I think their purpose is? What do they spend a lot of time and energy talking about? Their purpose right now is to hit this month's or this quarter's revenue goal. That's the purpose. And how they do it, you rarely hear them talk about what they do rarely hear. Well, guess what? The morale and the, the engagement is in that organization. It's not off the charts because as they struggle to, to hit those numbers right now and they, and they run at all kinds of obstacles, they're not reminded very frequently of why they're doing what they do. And when we are reminded of that, it, uh, it helps us overcome those obstacles. So there's so much more we could say about this, but I just wanted to do a, a quick podcast episode today to r- make you think about or, or, or cause you, hopefully, prompt you, poke you to think about, well, what's your purpose? you have clarity on that? Have you spent much time thinking about it? What am I trying to accomplish with my career? Do not ask that question 35 years in. Ask it now, no matter wherever you are in your career. What, what do I really want to accomplish? What, what, I'm, I, I'm making money for what? And I've chosen this career field for why? Why am I doing it? What really brings me the greatest sense of satisfaction? What am I good at? What do I, what do, I do that when I'm doing it, it doesn't actually even feel like work to me? What do I think that will be like in five to 10 years out? And so I know how I feel now, but do I think I'm going to feel this way in five years? Do I think I'm going to feel that way in 15 years? The reason I ultimately left the media business after 16 years was because not of the way it made me feel that day, but of how I could see what, how, how it was going to help me or not help me in that case with my purpose 15 years from then. And so I was looking out 15, 20 years and going, oh, I've got to make an adjustment now even though I'm on the top of my game and I'm getting all these accolades and I'm making more money in this industry than I've ever made, I'm leaving now because I can see that this 
isn't going to, and I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying that at that moment, I looked at, is this helping me? No, my purpose is this. And the media has helped me with that for, you know, over 15 years, but I'm not sure it's going to be able to help me with that working in the broadcast industry for the next 15 years. So I need to change because I was just a contractor hired by that company for 15 years. And now it was time to go. And that wasn't a very hard decision. And it wasn't a hard move. My wife, I remember at that time, she was like, I don't know how you're going to do this. Like ever since I met you, all you are is your news and sports, right? You're, you're a news junkie and you've been on the air and you're, everybody likes to talk to you about current events and you're interviewing the governor and the senators and the, this, and they covering the Olympics and you're going to what all these things. And that's your identity. And I thought, no, actually, I think that I used to think that, but that's not actually who I define myself as, I don't think that's who I am. I didn't have clarity on who I was or who I, who I wanted to be professionally. I just knew, no, actually, I don't think that's who I am. I think the media working in that industry really helped me with this. And then I, got, I had to get clear on that. And now, now I, I you know, the, where I'm working now, the firm that I work for now is helping me advance that. And, uh, and so having your own purpose to find, I think is really beneficial. And then if you're a leader inside an organization for profit, religious, nonprofit, whatever it might be, I, do you, have you noticed this with people? I can think of groups of leaders that I've been involved with, even at church. And when I am associated with a leader who is kind of the ultimate decision maker, has the most seniority in our group, and when he, when, when, when he or she talks a lot about purpose and what we're trying to accomplish, it's motivating, and I feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives. And then there have been times when I work for somebody or I, you know, in, in a church setting is the example I'm using right now, when I'm working or doing a lot, uh, working alongside them, and we're just really talking about the, um, we spend most of our time talking about tasks and activities we need to do, but we're not really spending a lot of time on the purpose of them. And I show up differently and I'm motivated differently. We get a different level of engagement. And, uh, and the same, man, is the same true in organizations. The organizations that have clarity around purpose function very differently. That's one of the things I've observed in years of working with a lot of organizations around the globe in a lot of different industries. When the purpose is clear, people are engaged at a different level. So we need to define it as leaders. We need to get clear on what it is for our team. And by the way, if you're not the CEO or the owner of the company and you're a, a, a notch or two or three or four below them, doesn't mean you can't get clear on it. I was having a conversation just about this very thing with someone uh, on the phone earlier today. Yeah, there's no clarity above this level on purpose, but that doesn't mean there can't be clarity at this level on this particular team. And and so don't let that be an excuse for you either. All righty, that wraps up this episode. If you haven't joined our private Facebook group of leaders who are working to manage their culture to accelerate the results they're trying to deliver, make sure you go to theculturechampions.com, theculturechampions.com, and, uh, and join that private Facebook group. I'd love to have you in there. And I'm so appreciative of all of you who 
are sending me feedback, direct messages. You know that if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that LinkedIn is the platform I'm most active on. But if you've been paying any attention uh, recently, and I don't expect you to notice this, but uh, you'll probably notice it in the coming weeks and months that I'm stepping up my game on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and others. Just consistency is the name of the game on those platforms. I've learned that you can't come and go and expect to really have any kind of results. And so I'm trying to put out uh, more content because that helps me (laughs) with my purpose, which is to one of the things that really drives me is to help leaders more effectively influence others to accelerate results. That's my, that is one of my main purposes in life to help leaders, people who've made the decision to lead others more effectively influence others. I don't want them leaning into position or authority because that gets you short-term results, but doesn't sustain them over a long time. And so I want people who are trying to influence the teams they lead and, and they're trying to influence them in a way to where they think and act in the way necessary to accelerate the results we've got to deliver because they care about the results more than they care about the activity. They speak more about the purpose and the why than they do what we need to do today. That is a leader that I want to help develop and help grow. And this podcast and the content I'm putting out on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube now um, all helps me accomplish that purpose. So anyway, that does it for this episode. We're doing episodes every Monday and Wednesday morning in the West on in the West coast is when we uh, West coast time is when we release those. So if you haven't subscribed yet, tap on that subscribe button. You'll get new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. Have a great week, everybody stay healthy and choose optimism.